Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This podcast is brought to you by Fires Burning Everywhere in Australia. I'm not a big fan. I don't like it. Then let's do an opposite uh, spot later to, to combat that. Nice. You're a thinker. No. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode, another episode of the Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. What funny joke were we sharing before the episode? It's too rude. We'll never tell. It and was, it's too rude. It's too rude. Even for podcasting, If it's you too see rude. me in real life, ask me and I'll tell you how, how rude it was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I won't tell you what it was, I'll just say, very rude. <laughs> So a couple of things up top. First of all, we mentioned this at the back end of last week's episode, but Tofop, who was a fantastic podcast, uh, both Will Anderson and Charlie Clawson have been guests on this show, and we've guested on some of the things that they've done also. That is correct, did yes. a live show together for mm-hmm. our charity campaign last year. They are raising funds for the many bushfires that are happening in Australia all the time. Not to fuel them, No, we mentioned. Opposite the opposite of that. I think they started that way, and then they had a change of heart. Good they, for them. They mended their ways. People learn, learn and grow. Even know? if it's late in the day, that's fine. That's it's important right. that people grow and change and learn. Mm-hmm. So their fundraiser is actually nearly at $100,000. is incredible. Which is terrific. I'm going to link that below. Check it out, please, if you can. I know a lot, a lot of people also mentioned, can you do things for, for wildlife as well associated with that? No, quite frankly. No. <laughs> well, I'm also going to link down there Wildlife Victoria as well. I'll link to that. If Great. You, if yeah, you, I'd recommend that group as well. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. So pick your poison. Pick your poison, mate. Fire? Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this choice you're making me decide well, on Well, this is podcasting, Mason. Get used to it. All right, fine. It's the year 2020 oh and God, things are is. changing. That's right. Yeah. Uh, off, the t- off the back of that also, Terry Jones died at age 77. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is not good news no, at all. it's not, is it? Uh, this is good news. No, complications. What are we, the uh, weekly bloody downer podcast? <laughs> we'll get to more fun things, Mason. Okay. Because uh, compl- I was hoping for a change of pace. No, no, just no, a, no, no, just no. A, just a week of downers. <laughs> just a week just of downers. Just constant down. We can really... Because we feel too much joy on this podcast, you I know feel. We just do, really... Yeah. We want to bring oh. that sadness into people's homes. Yes. So... Complications from dementia, it seems. Oh, I was reading shame. up on it, apparently. Uh, well, there was a reunion to a, like a few years back. I think it was like 2014, 2015, uh-huh, yeah, where yeah. they did the last stage show performance with classic skits, and apparently he was having trouble kind of remembering his lines. Oh, a shame. And it kind of spiraled from there. So it was you know, related to that. But do you have any classic Terry Jones stuff that you thoroughly enjoy? Uh, he was, he, if you've ever seen Monty Python's Flying Circus, he was, yes. the, he was, he was the... 
he was the naked organist. He was the <laughs> naked guy playing the piano. So yep. good for him for just getting out there. His his I think idea like his contribution to Monty Python as a whole, especially with Flying Circus, was just this idea of like you don't have to end a sketch and then that's it yeah. kind of thing. You can then reference it later in the show. Yes. You can bring characters back who were in a previous sketch and just have them wander through yeah. the stage kind of thing. You can just kind of callbacks and weird stuff, even though the sketches weren't connected. It's like, well, it's people still remember it because yeah. it was in the episode. It's in the same so just, episode, just exactly. Just run it all through and that was kind of this... That kind of freewheeling thing was kind of his, yeah, his right. bit. He was also, um, people will recognise him as Cardinal Biggles in the Spanish Inquisition yes, of course, sketch. Yep. So he's the one wearing the World War One flying hat with the big moustache. Yep, absolutely. Um, he was Mr. Creosote mm-hmm. in uh, The Meaning of Life. Yep. And he was also one of my favourite sketches, Monty Python sketches, was uh, The Bishop. Yes. Where it was kind of like a like a like a the saint kind of thing, except he's just a bishop, <laughs> but he's always showing up just not an, in, in not the nick of time. He's always showing up just as people go getting killed, and he's like, "Oh, we was too late." So you know that's a good that's a good sketch to to track down. And I didn't realize this. We were talking about this before the show. He co-directed Holy Grail, which I yep. think is my favorite Monty Python movie. Mine too. But I, I, I like them all though. I love the ending, even though it's incredibly unsatisfying. I'm not going to spoil it here if you haven't seen it. Uh, but also director of Life of Brian and Meaning of Life, both I think are terrific. I know Meaning of Life kind of gets a bit of flack for not being as good, but there's uh-huh. some killer stuff. Oh yeah, in that for sure. Movie. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just it just suffers in comparison to everything else they did. Yeah, hundred so. mm. percent. Uh, and also, we just found out directed uh, Ripping Yarns, which was a Michael Palin surreal comedy sketch series. Yeah, that sort came of a sort Monty of a Python. a kind of a parody of like boys' own adventure kind yeah. of thing, and it's always just cursed monkey paws and <laughs> yes. all kinds of stuff. That was a good series. It's really fun, and of course, he's done many and all other things since mm. since, since then. It seems, yeah. seemed like a really good dude, and it's a shame it was him and not say John Cleese. You know what I mean? Brutal. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I think one of the other Pythons, I can't remember who it was, tweeted two down, four to go. So absolutely. It's coming oh in hot and fast. Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm. yeah, well, they haven't, we haven't lost a Python since so the late Frank 80s, Chapman. early yeah, yeah. late 80s, early 90s, I think yes. it was. Yeah, so there you go. And we didn't lose him. We knew where he went. He knew went. where he is. He's in the grave, probably. In the grave. Yeah. So, news, Mason. It's news time. Yes. Disney are doing more live-action animated hybrids. You excited? No. Well, they are, though. But I don't want that. Well, do you like the movies? This ben- is going to be a downer episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, do you consider the movie Bambi a downer? Yeah. Yeah. One of the most downery downers there is. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. Like, I know it, yeah. obviously. Uh-huh. Molly gets shot and whatever. And there's a fire. There's a fire. There's sadness. There's sadness. Mm. Uh, and also Pinocchio. Nobody is attached to Bambi at this current point. but uh, Except ticks and fleas. Of course. Geneva Robertson uh, DeWart, DeWart, who wrote on Captain Marvel, and Lindsay Beer, who wrote on Sienna Burgess is a Loser. Which is uh, impressive because they're a beer. Mm, that's right. Very good work. Well <laughs> done. What do you, how do you even... Like, the keys would get well, wet. I guess if you're a can or a bottle, you just sort of roll, roll but back But even then, forth. that's not easy, is it? No, it wouldn't be. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, great job. Maybe they dictate. Yeah. Also, this show might not be good. I haven't seen it. So maybe it's terrible. Maybe it's, like, incomprehensible. Yeah, maybe right. she does bad work as a beer can. I don't know that. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's about all... It's it's about who you know. Oh, okay, yeah. Can, oh, that reckon, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Robert Zemeckis, though, is being lined up for Pinocchio, of course, director of Great Things and also weird animated CGI Polar, Expo- Polar Express? Polar Express, and mm. maybe he did Mars Need Moms, or at least he, he was involved <laughs> with the technology of that. Right. Who did direct Mars Needs Moms? Let's find out. No, Simon Wells, I apologise. Oh, wow. There you go. Wow. Uh, but 
it was Paul King who was the director of Paddington and Paddington 2 originally, which I think if you can take something that looks like a nightmare mm-hmm. and turn it into a fun, lovable thing. Is that what you think Paddington is? A in, nightmare? The, in the initial trailers, yeah. Do you remember that no, spooky really. stuff? Oh, okay, right, right. They right. reminded me of like the It posters. <laughs> no. Yeah, those movies are terrific. I but was, not- that not, was that not a deliberate choice of like get a little internet buzz going? I don't think so. You don't think so? Yeah, I think that those movies, are, I, I don't know if you've seen them. I've uh, seen Paddington 2. Yeah, absolute delight, both mm-hmm. of them. So. I mean, Robert Zemeckis is great. He did Back to the Future and, and, and various other films and such. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Do you want more Disney news, Mason? Oh, my God, please. You know you do. Hollywood Reporter, say, have saying, continue, have said. They've mm-hmm. done, written it down on the internet. Are they okay, Hollywood Reporter? It sounds yeah, like they're, they're not okay. No, I think they're okay. They're all just... <laughs> they're fine. They're, they seem they're, a little confused. They're making, they're making it happen. Okay. Uh, they, they pulled the plug on the animated projects of Howard the Duck. Oh, this is Disney. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, Tigra and Dazzler, which is right. the one series. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith was attached to Howl the Duck, so it's mm. not happening anymore. Like a, tear of, or like a tick or a flea. Like a tick or a flea. Yes. And uh, Hitmonkey and Modoc are apparently still happening. Yeah, because Pat, Nol- Pat, Nol- Pat yeah. Oswalt's going to be Modoc. I, yeah. I saw a character breakdown. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. Who was it, though? We don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> they were going to do the Offenders, I think, at some point. As a team up, but I guess they're not going to now. Yeah, half so the team is not going to be on it anymore. Or you can just roll them in. I guess you, you know could. what I mean? They hadn't, they hadn't introduced Xavier for the Avengers. No, I think they introduced everybody for the Avengers, didn't they? Uh, Black Widow? No, she was in t- Iron Man 2. Yes. And, I mean, it was a different Hulk, but yeah, they'd uh-huh. all had their own right. adventures, hadn't they? I think they? you're right. Except for Hawkeye, whose adventure was, will I shoot Hulk? Will I shoot Thor with this arrow? <laughs> no. Nah. I won't. Yeah. I'm a coward. I've got a coward's heart. So that's kind of a shame, but, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we're getting these projects forever, and if these are successful, you never know. These things can... Yeah. I like the I like the breakdown for MODOK. So it's, um, Whatever that was, apparently, I agree. Yeah, apparently that's still going here, but it's like he's being outperformed at work by a rival. It's more, it's yeah, more right. like a... Like an office comedy. Oh, I like the idea of that because yeah. I feel like and his daughter looks like Modoc as well. So yes. like he's got a he's got an ex wife and a daughter. I think Ms. Modoc. Yes. Okay, I got the I got the cast here. Uh, ben Schwartz is in it. Who's great? He's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, mm. That's I don't mean that as a slight. <laughs> he just is, and I think he's probably going to do a good job in that movie. That probably won't be very good. Uh, Amy Garcia as Jody. Uh, ben Schwartz as Lou. Uh, Melissa Fumero, who you might Brooklyn know. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. So there's some good names here. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Oh, Beck Bennett. So that he's from uh, SNL. There you go. He's good. I like him. Yeah. Uh, oh, Sam Richardson. Oh, yeah. Yes, this is a really good cast. It is a good cast. So there you go. So I don't know. Are they are they, are they they cutting down their production costs to, to two? Yeah. Or is it or is this a, is this like the Netflix Marvel situation where it's like, Mm. We're cutting loose Iron Fist. Yeah. We're cutting loose Luke Cage. Yeah. We're cutting them all loose. They're all loose. Loose as a goose, mate. <laughs> we're still doing um we're still doing Defenders, but there's no one in it. <laughs> yeah, it's right. all been fired. It's just it's, a, just it's just empty hallways. It's just ninjas overrunning the city. <laughs> but it's all right. And then then we just pull back on that earth and it just disintegrates. Terrific. That's or it. Big, it gets hit with a big ninja star. Oh <laughs> my god, yes. It's bigger than the earth. Yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, did you see the first look at US Agent? Yes, I did. Yeah. Pretty pretty accurate. I like it. Pretty yeah. accurate. Uh, Rupert Wyatt, who was, of course, the son of, uh, I was going to say Wyatt Earp. He, I mean, the actor ben who played. Ben Wyatt. Yeah. From Parks and Rec. No. Yes. No. Uh, who played Wyatt Earp? Well, there's two. There was Kevin Costner in the mm-hmm. 90s and there was Kurt Russell. Yes. He's Kurt Russell's son. There we go. Rupert Wyatt or Wyatt Russell? It's Wyatt Russell. It's got to be Wyatt it? Russell, yeah. I think, yes. I've, I came to that in a very... <laughs> Incorrect you're, and roundabout way. You're feeling a bit Hollywood reporter today. You no, know I am, Mason. Uh, it looks good. I mean, mm. what do you... So he's obviously like the government version that they want. 
Oh, side note. Mm. The rats out there. The, the rats, the rats out, there. out there in the in the in the internet blogosphere. <laughs> yeah. Because we had a scoop last week. Hot scoop. All we asked yes. was if they could credit hot scoop or shot of poop segment from the Weekly Planet, then explain the entire really convoluted system by which you have to do a we shot of poop. We don't ask for much. That's all we ask for. We don't, uh, we don't make anybody listen to this. Right. We'd rather you didn't, <laughs> quite frankly. Some, uh, to be fair, some, um, mm. some sources picked it up and yeah. all made amendments to it. Right. Uh, but I also know that some sites credited other sites who then credited us, and I'm like, oh, that's, oh, that's see, a bit right. untoward. But that you know is, what? Yeah. I'm sure I do that all the time. So who am I to say? <laughs> who am I to criticize? We do, we do it people? every day. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But anyway, anyway, US agent looks good. It does. Uh, Hollywood Reporter, though, we're back on them, Mason. Let's see how they do on this okay, time. Yep. They're saying Captain Marvel 2 is moving forward. We finally had some confirmation on that. It was never not going to happen because it sure. made a billion dollars. It made a billion dollars, yeah. But it was weird we hadn't really heard anything. It uh, should just be a blackboard mm. and it's some sort of profit. Normally you say whiteboard. What's this going time on? it's a blackboard. <laughs> we're going old school. Oh. And it's just like a profit and loss formula. Yes. And you just put the billion dollars at the top and you're like, there's your confirmation. Yeah. The formula works out. Exactly. Did you did we talk about that Hollywood thing the the profit and loss thing that Warner Brothers were doing to determine what projects the algorithm? Greenlit? Yeah. I think we talked about the algorithm, yeah. Did we? Yeah. I can't remember whether we did or not. But anyway, mm. I think it's just a more comp- like a more succinct way of what they normally do. I don't yeah. think it's that different I suspect what they it's do. that. It's kind of yeah. like, well, you just the 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 the, the, the brains trust over there. They just have mm. to prove that they if you just went, hey, look, it made a billion dollars, that makes sense. People yeah. will be like, that's not complicated enough. But you're like, well, we built an artificially intelligent algorithm yeah. that's going to get us all fired in a couple of years. <laughs> is that good enough? Yeah. Yeah. So WandaVision uh, scribe Megan McDonnell is on board. Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, who directed the first, will not be returning, but they may be in talks for some Disney Plus stuff. Apparently they're seeking a female director and it's going to be set in the modern day. I never thought that film had a very distinct feel or style, uh, like uh, directorially. Uh, she was wearing a Nine Inch Nails T-shirt, oh, I see, if you recall. That's a really good point, yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That, yeah. yeah. That's really a very good point. <laughs> but, no, like, I don't I don't dislike that movie. I think it's fine. I think mm-hmm. it suffers as most origin movies now these days because, you know, you got to set up a bunch of stuff and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. So having that character got origin out of the way that had to be connected to Endgame and then doing the Endgame stuff and now we're clear of that. Yep. Now we can kind of see what... This character does. Okay, but what T-shirt is she going to wear? In, in the, the modern, modern day, day yeah. K-pop Mason. Yeah, K-pop would do it. Yeah. I was going to say It's going to say K-pop Mason. <laughs> it's got a picture of your oh, face like being looking grumpy. No, <laughs> you're not happy about it. Am I not happy about K-pop or am I not, am I not happy about being on you're the T-shirt? Both. You're not, okay, yeah. right, you, right. you don't get any profits from the T-shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, again, not surprising. I was going to say hot action cop. Oh, That's the my t-shirt God. she was going to wear. Fever for the flavour. Because she hasn't quite caught up. <laughs> she's been in and out of space for decades. Yeah, she's working through the hits. So she's working through the hits. She's got exactly. the So Fresh Hits CD. Yep, that's right. Which are maybe only in Australia. I don't thing. know. Yeah. 100% hits. 100% hits and she's working her way through them. Now that's what I call music. Hot action cop. <laughs> yes, that's right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Uh, there's been uh, Obi-Wan dramas ahoy. Oh, yeah. Plenty, Mason. You may, what have you heard about this? I heard that uh, rumours were, were, were floating about that it was being... Um, delayed or cancelled. Yep. And then some people were like, no, 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 you don't. No, that's just, don't believe, don't believe. If we believed all the rumours. A lot of one-upsmanship between hot scoop dudes. On, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so what's interesting about a lot of those guys, oh, yes. they're, they're, they're all in kind of interesting little cliques and they all hate each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you know this is a YouTube guy? Yeah. Like, okay, I, I'm right, not going right. to say who in particular, but a oh. lot of them don't like a lot of the other ones. Interesting. Yeah. For, for and a lot of them are just liars as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they just lie about what yeah. the, the, the scoop could be. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. Wow. Yep. So, look, well, this is what this episode's about now. <laughs> who hates... Do, do, do they hate each other for, like... Beating other people to a scoop. Okay, so it's not just personal reasons. No, no, no. It's no. not like one stole the other guy's car parking spot. I'm like, sure it does get like that. Yeah, but right. the, the scoop game is big business. I bet. But the thing about, like, having done some smallish scoops, yeah. mm-hmm. I find them really stressful. And, and I some don't. very large poops. And some, <laughs> you know it. Yeah. But I find <laughs> Which you it, also find yeah. stressful. But if I had to hang this whole episode on, or my career on, scoops that I would get, yeah. I, you'd be constantly chasing it. It'd be like being a paparazzi guy. You yeah. know what I mean? It'd be like, you need to get ahead of everybody else and get it out there first. And, yeah. and then there's the validity of it. Is it even true? I also and, feel just bad about it. Like Remember when, <laughs> remember, remember when we, get the, we got the Thor Ragnarok hot scoop? Oh, you remember that so one? So hot. When it came out, I'm like, oh. Probably shouldn't have told anybody about this. <laughs> I know, because there is that side of it. There yeah. was, look, there were two elements to it. There was me in the theatre going, oh, my God, this better happen. Because if it doesn't happen, I'm look like a real idiot. For people that don't remember, it's uh, we, we received a hot scoop that Matt yeah. Damon was going to be playing Loki yeah. and another Hemsworth was going to be playing Thor in the in the play yes. version of Thor's adventures in in uh, in Asgard, and we were like, yeah, we could probably just would have said, yeah. This but or at the same time, I'm like, Ugh. I still enjoyed it though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's your fault. You broke it. Not That's me. true. I did. did I? I <laughs> yeah, did. I it was did. you. It was from yeah. you. But no, we don't chase when we get hot scoops. People would just be like, we get sent like, what do you think of this? I'm mm. like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's generally yeah. Yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And we also occasionally hear things where we don't say anything, but yeah. I I can't even think of an example of that because I often forget. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, Obi-Wan. So there's things like it was delayed, it was cancelled, Kathleen Kennedy turned into a dragon and burnt all the scripts. She would have done that. With her fiery, fiery breath, Mason. That's right, yes, screeching away, (laughs) shooting her fire. So apparently then they spoke to Ewan uh, McGregor. This is why a comic book movie, oh, who yeah. we're crediting here, despite them not crediting us mm. for the hot scoop shot of poop segment. That's right. They said, they said Weekly Planet, but that's all I'm saying. I mean, they must, have, they must have listened to the podcast and know that. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Uh, so probably not. I think a lot of people just heard it from other people. Mm. So we pushed the shoot to the beginning of next year. Uh, the scripts are really good. I saw 90% of the writing and I really liked it. Oh, that's bullshit about creative differences and uh, that stuff. Uh, none of it's true. Want to keep the same release dates, more time to write and make the scripts better. Uh, then there was recently this that one of the writers, Hossein Amini, uh, was no longer attached. Mm-hmm. This this just came out. Like us. a ticker or a flea. Like a ticker or a flea, that's right. Mm-hmm. He got li- a little little jar of turpentine <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. a, and a little swooshy stick. And, <laughs> get, um, out here, get, get out of here, script writers. Get out of it. Uh, two potential solutions for this could be Dave Filoni and Christopher Yost, both who work on uh, The Mandalorian. I think that's from Variety, I believe. Okay. And 
they also speculate that if it's filming in January, which is what Ewan McGregor said, as opposed mm. to this year, that will be end of next year as opposed to... Oh, delays, delays, delays. Yeah, I'm sick of it. That means the Rogue One Cassian Andor se- uh, sequel, prequel. Yes. Because he's, he's dead. He's, he's dead, he's dead, yeah. He's dead. Uh, will be before. So, yeah, right, honestly, okay. I'm not... As long as they make it, I'm not super fussed. Yeah, right. Like, uh-huh. if, if they delay it to make it a better version of it, sure. Sure, yeah, exactly. But also, yeah. sometimes mm. things get delayed and then they make a worse yeah. version of it. So... <laughs> and then fans demand various versions yes, and so yeah, on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, you know uh-huh, how it uh-huh. works. I understand. Yeah. Side note, did you see those set photos from The Mandalorian? Or, or as oh, it the, were, new one? the non-set photos? I haven't seen anything, no. Oh, because apparently they, this, this, I guess they kept under wraps for a while that it's almost all being filmed, not on, not on green screen, but on sort of... Oh, no, I did see this. Like kind of live background. Yes. Where they they put up a giant projector screen. Yes. And project... Well, it's not even... It's like a... It's a TV. Yeah, it's like a giant curved TV situation. And then they project the sets behind the actors and then they can act to that as opposed to acting behind a green screen. Pretty incredible. Almost none of the Mandalorian was outside, which is fascinating to me. Weak. Them? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's a coward's way to film think things. They done I could outside? film something in front of a big TV if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, right? Mm. You watching the TV? Me watching the TV. No, I think that's really cool. I think it's also helps with if you're in it. It'd be For sure, yeah. much more immersive. I know they started doing that with, mm. like, starships. Yeah, right, right. Because you the hyperspace and the actors yeah, can yeah, react yeah. and whatever. Yeah, right. So, no, I like that. Immersive I th- and also... Incredibly expensive. If expensive. You also so have to get the backgrounds rendered before. I guess that's true. So, so if they if they cut a scene, yeah. then whoever rendered that is like, well, sorry, your your stuff's not going to appear mm. on this TV show anymore. I know they're really good at rendering things like on the fly now as opposed to mm. like for, te- for TV, they can do it very, very quickly. Like the processing power has changed. Yeah, right. Where it, you, could, you get a sense of it like immediately as yeah. opposed to you'd wait for like two years to see what right. anything looked like. Yeah. Oh, and, I, and I guess that also, that would build confidence in actors. Mm. That they're not in a bad. They've show got enough confidence, Mason. No, I don't know if they do. Strip that confidence away. I'd say they shouldn't be able to look at the background. <laughs> yep. Okay. Mm. I say they film in front of a green screen and then put them in front of the, the live background. Yeah. Nice. That, nice. That'll sharpen their skills. And they have to put an earpiece in, and, and it's a, just screaming. The production hand is like, <laughs> "You're bad at your job. <laughs> you're just here because you're good looking, but your looks are going to fade." <laughs> you were definitely second or third choice for this role. You and McGregor. Yes. But I was always up. No. No, 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 no. We were, we were going to get somebody else. Mm, that's right. <laughs> so do you want some non-Disney news? Is there such a thing? Look, we better get in as much non-Disney news while there still exists non-Disney news on this earth. Hen's teeth, isn't it? Pack it in. Yeah. Pack in the non-Disney news. It's not happening that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vanity Fair have revealed that uh, Bill Murray was definitely on sets at, at said various times for the new Ghostbusters, along with Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson. Uh-huh. Plus Annie, Annie Potts and Sigourney Weaver. Oh, there you go. All classic Ghostbuster alumni. Was Slimer on set? Maybe he was with his big green butt wiggling around. That's right. Potentially. Yeah. Ruining say, craft services for everyone. Oh, Slimer. Oh, Slimer. He hasn't worked for so long. He shouldn't come in like that. I feel like that's why he hasn't worked. Because he's, he's too weird, slimy. He's weird and slimy. Oh, yeah. And you thunder back into the room yeah. like that. He should have gotten a makeover beforehand, maybe like a like a dusting of makeup, so he was just more like a like a shiny green balloon. <laughs> yeah, right. Just you, you 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 go past him in a hallway and he squeaks really loudly. Yeah. He's looking good, you say to yourself. Yeah, yeah that's but right. no, he's still he's gross. Still sliming, terrible. Just sliming it up. I don't know if you've seen uh, the movies that made us. It's a spin-off of the toys that made us on Netflix. Uh-huh. They I've seen the thumbnail. Yes, it's good. They did a uh, Ghostbusters episode. And apparently the guy who made Slimer, they were like, can you make this look like Jim, uh, not Jim Belushi, the other Belushi, John Belushi, John Belushi as a tribute to him because uh-huh. he died. Yeah. And he's like, it's so late in the day. 
for this. Right. So he's like, yep. And they came back and he and he hadn't changed it. And they're like, what do you think? And they're like, perfect. You nailed it. <laughs> right, yeah. So uh-huh. that's pretty good. He, was, he just added some fart noises, <laughs> yeah. like Foley. And they're like, perfect. You've yep, done it. That's what he was like in life. <laughs> Terrible, <laughs> allegedly. Uh, Deadline are reporting that Bad Robot are working on potential uh, Justice League Dark properties for TV and film outings. Now, Bad Robot, that's J.J. Abrams, right? Yes. Okay. They've signed a big contract with Warner Brothers to develop all of their DC things forever. So, which is good or is it? That's a good question. Because I like a lot of their stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, but, you know. I guess it's easier to manage a, like a comic book property because everything's already there. Like they've probably got pre-existing. Star Justice Wars League. was already there. No, I know, but Star Wars <laughs> didn't have a there wasn't there wasn't a pre-existing Rise of Skywalker story. But there are a bunch sure. of pre-existing Justice League Dark. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, mini series and what have you. So yeah. I'm sure they could just if they just wanted to take one directly and put it in, that they'd probably do a good job at that. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. And obviously, it depends who you. Get to yeah. direct. I think J.J. Abrams would probably make a killer Superman movie. Yeah, like for, for sure. real. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, tried before, right? Fly yes, by. he that wrote one, and he wanted to direct it, but they wouldn't give it to him. They gave it okay. to McGee. Oh my god! But then it ended up getting made. But like, I, yeah, like I, I think the Force Awakens is incredible. Like mm. genuinely, because it shouldn't be anything. <laughs> right. Yes. And yes. I think it's, I think he did a really good job for of bringing sure. that back. Mm-hmm. The last one, not as much, but hey. So. I don't think this is. I think this is like the tip of the iceberg of things yeah. they're developing. Anyway, that you know, this isn't to say that he is going to be writing any of this no. or, or directing any of this. It's just his production company. He'll be cashing a check and drinking from a big coconut. That's right. Mm, that's what I'd do. <laughs> you know, I would, Mason. Uh, bad news for the Matrix Four. What's the bad news? Uh, the Merovingian may return. The French guy. Oh yeah, our favorite <laughs> character. <laughs> yeah, causality and. Yes, I don't know. I just you just what, what if you what if shut you, up? That guy if, should shut up. What if you want just a ten minute monologue on the nature of reality? Then we have one. I oh, just, yeah, if I really reloaded, wanted that, I'd yeah. rewatch it, which I did recently, and I hated it. Yeah. Uh, but the, in other news, Hugo Weaving is not coming back. Does that mean though that we're going to see the second Matrix or whichever one it was that the Merovingian came from? My understanding is yes that the Matrix movies exist within this movie. That's the oh, rumor. Okay. I don't know what that means. Yes, but that's how a lot of characters can well, here's come the back. Thing. Here's the thing. I love things. Is that if you wanted, if 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 you had created a, if you're an artificial intelligence that created a simulation that enslaved all of humanity. Yeah. If <laughs> 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 the best way to convince those people yeah, that I'm it listening. wasn't real is, it? is to create a ma- the Matrix movies. Okay, that yeah. would be like. Just taking some notes. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Wait, are we already in the simulation or not? I don't know. Okay, what sure. is this bit even? I don't know. I mean, it's nothing, obviously. It's nothing. But I'm saying, if you, yeah. so maybe that's it. Maybe it's like we all live in the Matrix, but we've watched the Matrix. Yeah. So we think that that couldn't possibly. Th- people, you know, but the the you know your your Morpheuses and your Neos are running around trying to convince us we're all in the Matrix, but we're like, are you from the movie? The movie. <laughs> Are you? You've lost your mind. You've just watched the movie The Matrix too many times. Because there's also rumors of like a young Morpheus. Okay. So I don't know what any of this is at this right. point. But you know, if if anybody can bend minds, it's some of the Matrix. Sure. <laughs> some of it. Do you think this is going to be a huge mess? Do you think they're going to trim it down? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know to be because honest. Because you, you, you have I think there's probably lessons learnt. Yeah. And there'd probably be studio interference. Oh yeah. For so sure. I don't. No. Because one, one, you know, you might think to yourself, well, just strip it back to basics. What people liked is 
why a kung fu, mm. but then... But who cares now? Right, exactly. So then maybe yeah. they're like, okay, well, what we need is everybody still remembers the Matrix, mm. like it's still in the, the public consciousness. So what we need to do is like add an extra layer, a la mm. it's a Matrix within... It's a fictional Matrix, the movie within the Matrix. Maybe yes, yes, it. gotcha. Okay. okay. Cool. Maybe that's just a tiny thing, though. It could very well be. You know, also, Hugo I, Weaving could just appear at the end and they're like, oh, my God, he's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you hear how he talked about why he wasn't Red Skull? Because they were like, it's just a voice thing. And he's like, uh. <laughs> and he was supposed to get more money if he came back. Right. Because that's what was the ori- his original contract and it was less money. So he's like, I'm not doing that. And he didn't. Oh, okay, and nobody right. noticed. Oh, so when he signed the Red Skull contract for Captain America, they're yeah. like, we'll give you... I don't know, X number, fifty of grand or whatever, and then they were like, "We'll bring you back, and uh, you'll yeah. get thirty grand." He's like, "Nah, yeah, I'd rather do a movie where I'm in the Australian outback and driving a car, and there's I'm a drug addict, yeah, and it's <laughs> the sadness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to drive to see my son, but he yeah. doesn't want to see me. He doesn't want to see me. Yeah, but he's got a grandson, and that's why I'm, you know, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, I'm very sweaty." Some great landscapes. Lands- oh my god, landscapes! <laughs> Do you love the bush? And they're driving over a bit, and it looks like it's 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 sand, but there's water on it. So it looks like he's driving oh on a god. river or whatever. So you know? good. Oh my god, mm. that's an actual movie I saw with him in it, but I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Uh, anyway, what we're doing now, Mason? It's yes. the year 2020. Oh my god, we're in the future. Finally, I god, oh, it's terrible oh here. My god. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not good. Oh my god, but. Funnily enough, and this is your idea, terrific oh. idea if you don't mind me saying so, because also I looked into this for next year, not really an episode out of See, it. See, that's the thing. Doesn't I feel work. Like this is 2020, like the year 2000 and 2001. Yeah. It's it's the people like, now that's a future date. Yeah. We should set all our movies and TV shows in this. And a lot of these are very recent movies. Right. And we're not talking about movies that are like, Coming out this year, like because I know Ghostbusters <laughs> Afterlife is set in 2020. Well, doesn't time to, count. Time to throw away my list then. <laughs> my joke list of every movie coming out this year. <laughs> Some of these movies also, I guess, have events that kicked off or take place during 2020. Most of mine don't. Okay. I guess we'll judge on. Are we close? What are we judging this on? We I normally we judge should, on we, something. Yeah, we should judge on how close they are to to 2020 now, or how how jazzed we are for this. To I mean, these in a way, these are what's going to happen this year. Yeah. So. You know, exactly. how, how jazzed we are for these events to happen this year. I love jazz. It's pretty good, right? Jazz. Jazz. Um, Edge of Tomorrow is set in 2020. Oh, my God. It's a good one to start with, I think. Is that when the alien invasion kicked off? I'm glad you asked, Mason, because I wrote this down. <laughs> yes. Uh, aliens invade in 2015. Oh. By 2020, they've got mech suits and all that. But I feel like it's obviously not accurate in terms of future technology and war stuff. Mm-hmm. But if aliens invaded, yeah. things would ramp up. I think so too, yeah. I'm not saying we definitely have clearly like mech suits on wires running uh-huh. about battlefields. But we do have those guys that have clearly stolen that Iron Man idea and they have those jets that they're yeah. on their boots and on their arms. They don't work they, very well. They, some of them do. They fly over lakes <laughs> no, and stuff, on. you know. Shut up. Woo! Not interested. All right. Not interested, mate. Look, we'd certainly have some... Vast advances in those weird robot dogs that can open doors now. Oh, my God. Would you, you kick one? would you kick one? No, I don't think I would because I think it would remember. Yeah. Because they would say, the, the company would say that they don't remember. They'd yeah. say we wipe their memories every time. Yeah. But I think they wouldn't. It's like, you know, when Apple's like, we don't know why the batteries keep draining on our phones. They and know like, literally everything. We, we know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like that. And then one day I'd get kicked by a, a, <laughs> a fresh new dog, fresh off the production line. I'd be like, how are you, doggy? And they'd kick me into Do a conveyor belt. Do you think belt. it's a real dog? Like it's skinned like a dog. 
Or is it oh, a metal dog? No, I'm just being nice to the dog. All right. Because I'm feeling regret because I kicked the previous dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah And right. then, then it's like not good enough and it kicks me into a conveyor belt. <laughs> I get shredded a bit, turned into robot dog food. Oh, no. Yeah, that's right. Nuts and bolts. Nuts and bolts, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. This one's kind of hard to judge because it's an alternate take on 2020. Right. Uh-huh. So I, I don't think you can just go, well... Tom Cruise is a war hero and that's unrealistic because maybe if aliens did invade, he'd be the best he's hero yeah, in the world. Right? Uh, he's still quite smarmy. Yeah, that's true. So that's, that's accurate. It's one of his smarmiest roles. He doesn't do a lot of smarmy stuff, mm-hmm. but also he becomes the greatest man in the universe. So, so that's accurate. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's right. They nailed that aspect. Yeah, he's gained mystical powers somehow. That's right. Just like in real life. An alien so. melted into his mouth. That's right. I don't think we ever did an episode on this, and it wasn't a huge hit. Also, it was called Live, Die, Repeat in some other places. Maybe it was, yeah. Um, there's supposed to be a sequel also, which is mm. probably not going to happen, I Live, guess. Live, Die, Repeat, dot, dot, dot. Again, <laughs> question mark. Do you and rem- it's just him and Emily Blunt on the cover <laughs> being like, Murr. it's like, when, like a Step Brothers cover. It's like, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I also find the idea of giant, unwieldy swords in the battlefield not very kind of useful, uh-huh, sure. which is what they've got in that. Mm, you just watch. They're going to be back. I don't think so. There's a new war about to start, so we're going we're gonna to get some big swords. I, I think you'd have like a concussive like, like stick, but I don't think you'd have a big, giant Final Fantasy-esque sword. I just don't think that's practical. Even with a mech suit. All right. Yeah. I think individual heroes are going to rise. These we're gonna we're gonna have some celebrities. Because of war time heroes. travel? No, just just cause. Just cause. Just Who are you banking on? Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure they'll be sponsored by Seven Up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so good. Right. So crisp. Mm-hmm. Get one, India. It's right. Before you get out on the battlefield. Yep. And then have a sugar crash and get mauled <laughs> by aliens. Right. <laughs> I don't know, accurate or not. He's got Fido Dido spray painted on his big (laughs) Final Fantasy sword. I don't think aliens would know what to make of that. Sometimes we do this podcast and I think, what a funny thing reference that I've put in. And then sometimes I do it and I'm like, have we referenced that every episode we've ever done? (laughs) And that's one of those. I'm like, have I put in a Fido Dido reference to every we it's definitely hit on it recently, yes. and it features heavily into into our best of of last year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think it's um I don't think it's a bad stab at a potential future mm. if you had five years and aliens were everywhere and time travel. Or yeah, whatever. for sure. Uh-huh. So you know, yeah, right. I think it gets a pass. Mm. This one doesn't though. I'm ready. Uh, I watched a lot of this too much. It's a Mission to Mars. You know, it's Mission <laughs> it's, to Mars because I watched some of that with you, and then I just couldn't. <laughs> It was near the end, and I'm like, I can't no, it wasn't, that. Mason. Wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I thought that was the. I've seen it before. I thought <laughs> where you're up to was near the end. This movie came out in 2000, which was the year of giant films about Mars that bombed horribly. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. this, and there was the Val Kilmer one, Red Planet, mm. which has a robot dog in it. Your greatest fear. That's right. <laughs> That's why I didn't watch that one. Yeah. So, but this is the 2001 esque kind of take on the space one. exploration and yes. an alien life, and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. I watched it. I didn't, I didn't see it at the time, but I saw it on TV, I guess, a year later when I was a teen man. And I don't remember... I remember thinking it was all right because I guess I hadn't seen... I hadn't been exposed to a lot of sci-fi at that point. Right. And, you know, it's 2001-esque and, and whatever, but... What were you watching before God, that? Slow. Just bum fights? <laughs> Just bum fights, yeah. <laughs> on a GeoCities webpage that was mostly text. Uh-huh. Uh, Just so- Rotten.com? <laughs> Rotten.com. No, I've never... I don't think I've ever watched a single bum fights video. No, I've always found it really appalling. But but speaking of appalling, <laughs> the movie Mission to Mars. Okay, it gets some stuff right. It's just in the wrong year. Okay, There's a moment where 
uh, one of the characters has an internal combustion engine and the other the other people are like, when are you going to get rid of that dinosaur over the car? And he's like, well, we can't all have super high flux. Oh, and right, it's, right, it's, right, Nothing right. replaces yeah. American muscle and whatever. Yeah, but uh-huh. that's not happened at all. No, exactly. I mean, there's there's little bits of, like, obviously there are electric cars. Yeah. No, that's very much I mean, we've had, you know, we've had 100 years of advertisements that are like, a car that isn't gasoline-powered, what are you, a coward? Yeah. But there's also, like, the this, this space travel is kind of loosely based on stuff that was at the time and things that they projected for the future. They have a really interesting rig. It's like that wheel that spins in the center of the yeah. ship and so it's got gravity all around it and you can be on any side of it and you're standing mm-hmm. the right way up or whatever. And I'm like, that's cool. Gary Sinise is in it and he's like, my wife died, but what is space? And it's a rescue mission and it's just not very good. Right. It's very clean. And if you, but if you love liquid... CGI stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> then don't watch this because it's bad. <laughs> yes. But it's the best they could do at the time. Definitely. Ancient history, saying? the year 2000. Uh, it's, it's a clean, very though, clean, yeah. like, yes. and I wonder, because, like, when they're out in space, it feels kind of, everything feels kind of crisp and brand new and fresh, and I'm like, yep. is that accurate? If you're actually out in space, is that how it's supposed to look? Because it doesn't, it looks like they're on a set with brand new uniforms yeah. kind of thing. Because if you see actual, like, space stuff, it just looks like, drawers of tinfoil in the background and right, you know what I mean uh-huh. just like weird hodgepodge cabinets and I know everything means something and they're maximizing on space but space looks like a fucking nightmare right? and I don't know why anybody would want to go there <laughs> but uh yeah there you go you want to go out in space so for every day for the rest of your life people ask you what space is like mm. and you say I'm an astronaut and I'm boring exactly <laughs> this is they'll be like can you describe what outer space is like and you'd be like it's indescribable unless you've been out in space. <laughs> and then you just walk to the next person at the dinner party and they say, can you describe out of space to me? And the process continues until you die. Exactly. That's why you want to go out to space. To be fair, though, I think it's really impressive space travel and that. It's just, it's oh, just yeah. not for me. Obvi- obviously. Are you sure? Are you sure podcasting is not more, more, more interesting and, and a bigger achievement? We should be further along, tra- though, because we've been doing the podcasting. Sa- yeah, definitely. But also in space travel, because uh-huh. it's always getting its funding cut. There was yeah, obviously right. that big push initially and they got to the moon and they went nothing's fucking here and then they just kind of stopped that's what it says on the flag (laughs) you flip it over yeah (laughs) so and because what's the incentive to go to mars really it's just kind of it seems like private enterprise is gonna is taking over space travel at this point Mm. i feel like elon musk will get to space before you know usa or russia at this point yeah do you think his eyes will bug out like in total recall Oh, no, he won't do it. He'll send somebody okay. else. Do you think their eyes will bug out? Yes, Mason. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. We're too busy with war to be doing a mission to Mars, no, to be I, honest. Absolutely, There's too yeah. much going on. Oh, my God. I yeah. mean, if you're not going to go to war, what are you, a coward? What are you, what are you a coward? That's a really good point. Mm. So, also, uh, the music's bad. Yeah, I can't well, remember specifically why. Organ music, that's It's a why. lot of organ music. And I right. reminded you that the movie Interstellar is heavy on organ music, and mm-hmm. you said, I think you're on, you're on your phone. You may not have heard me, but... <laughs> But this is not. This is just regular organ music. Like yeah. Interstellar's like it's otherworldly and other yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is just like <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> take me out to the ball game. Yeah, that's it's very. Right. Uh, it's just a lot of baby elephant walk. Yeah, mm. it's got some good CGI Mars sand in it. Okay, yeah, so that's good, isn't it? Does any of it form a face and come at you? There's a big stone face. Yep. It does form like a big tornado and it eats up some astronauts. Great, Don Cheadle's in it. And he's like, I'm in this. And oh, he like, gets space madness. He does because he's left mm. on Mars. It's yeah. a bit. It's a bit kind of uh, well, that Matt Damon one a little bit because he's left there for so long. And the Martian, the Martian, yeah, the Matt Damon one. Yeah, there you go. So, so accurate-ish, sort of. Hot 
accurate stuff. Mm. What about you? Have you got one or do you want me to just go through my list of Please. Stuff? Okay, no worries. <laughs> we got some good I'll, stuff you know, here. I'll bring up my list also. You don't have to. It's I'm all right. I'm going to. I've covered it, Mason. Oh. Don't you even worry. Do you, all, do you, do you mostly have movies? I'm, no, I've got some TV. Okay, right. I've got like stuff people know and then stuff that people do not know. I mean, and I've got Mission to Mars here, so what does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty confident uh-huh. nobody watched that. Uh, Pacific Rim, the rift opens in 2013, but 2020 is when he loses his brother, and then 2025 he gets back in the game. Oh, my God. So I guess this is the same as that Edge of Tomorrow whatever. <laughs> if a rift opened in 2013 uh-huh, yeah. and giant monsters came through, yes. would we have developed the technology to make giant punchy robots? I'm going to look up events of 2013 and we can see. Mm. We can see what we were doing in 2013. Oh, these are all bad and sad. <laughs> oh, no, they're all bad. No. Oh, they grew that ear from collagen in a, with a 3D printer. That's not the back of the mice one, is it? It's just no, they collagen No, they just grew an ear. Yeah, right. Wouldn't they want to grow it on a human head? I think so, yeah. yeah. Like maybe on the back of their head. <laughs> you can hear what's coming. Well, look, Benedict the sixth, the, the sixteenth, resigned as pope. That fuck. So I think we'd be in the mood for that criminal ba- who's hiding yeah. out in the Vatican. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Great. We'd be we'd be ready to you know declare war on mm. on aliens. I think so. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. None of these are funny. <laughs> they never are, though, are they? they? <laughs> Ever no. since the Twin Towers. No, it's not, Kevin Wright defeats funny. Julia Gillard in an Australian Labor Party leadership ballot. And then lost. Yep. Again. Yeah, yeah great. Uh, uh, I'm going to do funny news of 2013. Sure. You're just going to get funny or die skits, though. You know that, right? Oh, no, it's worth it. And now that website's gone because mm-hmm. Facebook killed it. Uh, so I don't think if things stepped through the rift that they develop punchy robots for real. No, no, I know no. it's a sci-fi premise, sure. but there's way more effective ways to destroy giant monsters. Mm. You know? Just shoot things at it. Missiles. Missiles. Probably, yeah. You know, yeah, big yeah, bullets, yeah. big swords, whatever you got. Uh, a feral pig drank 18 cans of beer, fights cow, and then passes out drunk under a tree. How's the cow? I think it's fine. Okay, that's good. Tragically, the pig named Swino was killed in a car accident less than a month after his infamous <laughs> That implies to me that the pig was driving. Hashtag R.I.P. <laughs> Swino. Well, look, don't drink and drive. I think maybe you got a taste for the booze. Yeah. And he just, he just couldn't Jump help himself. He's just like, oh, I'll just have a couple before I come over. His from mate work should have stepped the in. Farm. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, I think I think in twenty. Swino seems like a bad bloke. I don't think it's a loss to be no, honest. No, no, that's true. Yeah, look, but I think the world will, would have lost hope. I think we would have surrendered to the, the monsters if we didn't have Swino. <laughs> uh, a concerned resident in Brighton sparked concerns when he apparently discovered a vortex to another dimension, complete with giant snake on a residential street. That sounds very Pacific. It was Rimesque. not clear if he had taken any mind-bending drugs. Not clear. No, I think it's very clear. <laughs> Is that someone's hairy knees. Uh, they're, they're, they're hairy stockings. Anyway, 2013, what a time to be alive, you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess, <laughs> it, was, I guess it was. Yep. <laughs> All uh, I could think of 2013 was Iron Man 3. That's the only thing that came to my mind. Right. Yeah. Well, we'd all be too busy in, in, in theatres watching Iron Man 3. Yeah, you know? we were, yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So no, I don't think Pacific Rim is accurate at all. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention this because cause we're not going to do this episode next year. And this is I, 2021. And I feel like the technology, though, would definitely bleed into 2020. Uh-huh. Johnny Mnemonic is set in 2021. Oh, my God. That's where you've got 500 megabytes of data in your brain or whatever that uh-huh. movie is about. Yeah. I think it's more than that, but, but I'll look it tell. up. I think it's like 200 gigabytes. Is it that Which much? Which was an it? insane amount of data back in the day. Yeah. So what did you, what do you think works in that and what doesn't? Uh, let me think. Um, all the neon works. I think that's good. Okay. The psychic dolphin works. 
does it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Dolph Lundgren is that indestructible street preacher man. That work, does it? The guy with that like laser whip that comes out of his thumb. That totally oh, yeah, works. that's, that's right. accurate to this now. It's all good stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, and then also, what about going on the internet? The capacity is 80 gigabytes. 80 gigabytes. But they then put he in doubles three, it. But they put in 320. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. which doesn't make sense. Unless you compress it, I guess. Yeah. And it bleeds into your memories eventually. You know what he could have done? What? Just put it on a memory stick. Mm. Carried it with him. But that's not the future that we know. That's a really good point. You're thinking actually, of, yeah. a, of a yeah. wonderful future that we've yet to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, if this were accurate to the current day 2020, they'd be like, where's the secret data? Where, what have you done with it? And he's like, oh, I think it's in my backpack. Hang on. He just rifles through like a whole bunch of them. He's, he's got like, several, yeah. He's got several. They're all like, unlabeled. They're unlabeled. <laughs> Yeah, jeez. Oh, this one, this one. I think it's a pen, or is it a? I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. And they're like, "We've only got seconds to go," and they put it in the computer, and he's like, "I'll put it, put it the wrong way." <laughs> turn around. Hey, it's still the wrong way. How did that? Wait. Okay, we got it. And then they're all dead. Great stuff. Mm. Now you said you might have watched this, but I'm pretty confident you didn't. Okay. Uh, Real Steel. I was gonna say Real Steel. That's the one I've got up next. Yes. Uh, you got the synopsis, or just um, just give me what do you think it is? <laughs> I think, I think that the future has pivoted away from real human boxing mm. to robot boxing because for some reason people find that more exciting. Yeah, but in reality, way less exciting. Right? I think people's bloodlust mm. will never disappear, and yeah. I think fighting is bigger than ever. And the athletes get paid big, like yeah, like YouTubers yeah. are fighting each other now for yeah, millions right. of dollars yeah. and streams that are breaking records because they're gripes. Because they're gripes. Yeah, they're gripes. They're too many hot scoops, <laughs> right? So what would it take you to get in that boxing ring with another YouTuber? It would have to be someone I didn't like a lot. <laughs> okay, so it, would, so it wouldn't be a sportsmanship thing. It wouldn't be like, no, I'll do this for charity. No, I definitely You'd wouldn't have do to it. Fight Also, it. I'm old. Like, I'd get mashed. Like, I'm past the age. Because they're all young and they're yeah, all spry I'm, and 21. I'm past the age. Like, I'm fit-ish for a man my age. Yeah. But I couldn't beat a 22-year-old who trained for a year. And also, they're very rich. That's so right. You just, you, just go into the, you just go into the ring and then you just look at them and go... <sighs> Just put your gloves down <laughs> and your head down. <laughs> Just let him hit me. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no this you know what? There's yeah. nothing. There's actually nothing that I would I, I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, fair enough. Because also I have kids and shit. Like yeah, right. I'm not doing that. So. Oh, there's a bit oh, of Oh, there we go. I mean, yeah. I'm uh if people listen to Suggestible uh last week, Claire and I have an announcement, that being that Claire is pregnant and I am also involved uh-huh. in that in, situation. In what specific way? I'm there for her. Whenever I can but be. But in what specific way? You know how some people mm-hmm. carry the baby and then the other person does whatever they're up to? Oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. that yeah. one. Oh, nice. That's cool. <laughs> that sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. So that that's, you know, that's pretty far in. And yeah. that's all. Thank that's you. Right. Thank you so much, Ivan. You're welcome. Got back to, yeah, <laughs> to all the people who congratulated me and sent nice messages and things. I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's all good news so far. So. Anyway, back to dumb robot boxing. Yeah, what were we talking about? We are talking about real stuff. I don't want to see my son watch me get mashed. I Essentially, kind of, I kind of want to see your son. <laughs> would you get mashed? <laughs> of course you do. Uh, so you'd just be watching my son watching yeah, I'm not, me. Yeah, I'm not interested. I'm probably like in another room. I'm just eating cereal or something. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. But like, it would be sort of if somebody was like, "I've built two robots and they can walk around independently and fight." Mm. I'd be like, "That's kind of interesting." But once I'd seen it a couple of times, I'd be like. Who, who cares? Who cares? Like, exactly. then it's not rival. It's not a real rivalry, no. is it? And I, I can see it also being a thing that if robots were advanced enough, it could become a sport that people like. Yeah. You know, like esports are incredibly popular. Yeah. People like them, so I can see how that this could also be a thing. Mm. And I could also see like Super Baseball, like the video game set in twenty twenty, exactly, which I'm not going to cover. 
Well, you have, haven't you? I have. I've covered it now. You've done it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Smash TV. Like, Smash which TV. Which may also be set in 2020. <laughs> probably said 1999. You're probably right. Yeah, you're Googling it, are you? I'm Googling, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I think people might be interested. I don't want to be at a dinner party and somebody mm. asks me what year Smash TV is set in and I don't have the answer. Yeah, I don't want to be at a dinner party where people ask me about Smash TV. I don't want to be at a dinner party. <laughs> <laughs> We've reached the, the logical ending of all that. So I think, though, yes. this could develop in the same way that it would be interesting to see a computer beat a person at chess. Yeah. Watch a robot proportioned with the strength of a human outbox a human. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. And it's got to have the kind of same yeah, like yeah, spots yeah. that you'd hit on a human, because, I guess. Because robot versus robot, I'd always think, well, it seems more like a performance art thing. Like it all, it yeah, would feel and they like do, it's rigged. And they do robot wars and whatever. Yeah, and exactly. I know that's not nearly as interesting as like a humanoid robot. But on yeah. the other hand, they have flamethrowers, probably. Mm, but you robots, like I know most of that. Most most of the robot war stuff I've seen, they always have like a showy thing, like a flamethrower or whatever. But then ninety nine percent of the combat is just them like whipping a hammer back and forth. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like they're getting close, and then they flip the other one, and it's like victory. Put cannons on them, and then I'll watch. Put cannons on them. Sorry, everyone. You, you may have heard my computer. Make a noise then. Ooh. It was running low on battery. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Panic stations. Panic stations. If, if your computer went out, would the recording also go out? No, they're not okay. connected. All right. And who knows how anything works? You know? right. So maybe so it would. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, human versus robot. Mm. That's what we want to see. That We want to see a real steel sequel. Yeah. Set in 2019. Real steel slash flesh? Yeah. It's, it's the We want to see the final fight before human to robot boxing is banned. <laughs> I want to see whatever that is. Right. Yeah. Me too. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to give this 10 out of 10 accuracy because of Robot Wars. Mm, robot and Wars. swinging hammers. Good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a Quiet Place. I feel like this is... It came out too close to when it... To 2020. Do you think so? Yeah. Like yeah. 2017. Oh, like it's not going to come yeah. true. Okay. It's like right, yeah. Terminator Dark Fate. It was... It came out last year, but it's set this year. It's like... Right, uh-huh. Yes. You know what I mean? You're not... Are you? Do you? Are you? So you feel a part of the enjoyment of these movies is uh, is thinking that they will probably happen. Yeah, that's okay. right. That's what I think. You know, there was complaint. One of the complaints of Terminator Dark Fate was that the family had like new iPhones, and people were like, "How could they afford iPhones? That doesn't even make any sense." Right. But first of all, it's set like it's an old iPhone at that point, and sometimes people just save up for an iPhone. That's true. You know what yeah. I mean, that's the thing that it's they want. Status symbol. Yeah. Anyway, Got to get those three cameras. Mm. Uh, this is called... Also, it's probably product placement from Apple. Uh, yeah, well, that's what it yeah. actually was, yeah. Right. Uh, Z. This is an anime. I'm a big fan, you know. I'm oh, the I guy know, yeah. that knows everything yeah, about yeah. anime. Yeah, I mean, that, that obviously illustrated by the way you pronounced it perfectly, I assume. <laughs> that's right. So it's set in the early 21st century of Japan, 2020, where a group of scientists and hospital administrators... This is just off the top of the dome. I'm just spinning oh, yeah, my yeah, wheels yeah. here. You've, you've, I mean, your computer died <laughs> yeah. earlier, as we mentioned. Everybody you heard just, it. This is off the top of the dome, yeah. Uh, under the direction of the Ministry of Public Welfare, they developed the z Z. Zero zero one, which is a computerized hospital bed with robotic features. So people are thinking, is this the universe that we're kind of heading towards? Oh, I mean, yeah. What does it mean for humanity? And without spoiling the ending, mm-hmm. it's just got an interesting take on the year twenty twenty. Oh yeah. yeah, it's really intriguing. <laughs> yes, I agree. It's so intriguing. It's very intriguing. What's the bed look like? It's got a big smiley face on it on uh-huh. the bed head. 
Sounds terrifying. And it screams at you if it wants you to wake up or take your medicine. Okay, yeah, right. In Japanese. Uh-huh. Classic anime stuff. So if so you wake up and it's screaming at you in Japanese, you don't know if it's wanted you to wake up or take your medicine. <laughs> That's right. Or it's just had a night terror. Because the bed also sleeps. Oh yeah. It's that sentient. Wow. Yeah. So there's a lot going on. Wow, so the bed the bed sets its own alarm. Yes. But also you have to put the bed to sleep also. <laughs> That's this universe. But also it's this codependent relationship. But also the bed works at the hospital. <laughs> but it also lives at the hospital. So sometimes you're like, hey bed, can I have my medication? But it's clocked off for the night. It's just making some eggs. Like you look to the left, it's got a frying pan, it's just making eggs, and it's like Sorry, ask another guy. Yeah. My, sh- my shift ended. So you ask, a, <laughs> ask a toilet. <laughs> so you've obviously seen it. Yeah, I've seen yeah. R- 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 two, What is it? Dead. Yeah. 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 I've seen obviously, it. there's different translations yeah, and subs seen, and dubs well, I've and all seen that. This, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like the subs, but you like the dubs. You know I do. Yeah, got, we've, we've got. I mean, it depends got, on the version. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But I think wherever, whatever way you go, it's, if you're looking for an early 20th, 21st century movie about a. About a robotized bed. An interesting take on it, maybe. Yeah, like a you, real... if you want, you want something fresh and exciting mm. in that genre. Yeah, this is the way that you want to go. Incredible. Yeah. So anyway, I think we could make a bed that screams at us. I think this is close. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> they made Furbies. This seems fine. Yeah, you can make this. Yeah. yeah. Be- before too long, that'll be that'll be a thing. It'll be like the Japanese toilets. They make their way into Western yeah. culture. You know what I mean? What will happen is the people will. They'll want a bed that wakes you up by screaming at you. They'll be like, that'll be good because it'll get me going in the middle of the, you know, get me going in the mornings, really, really start my day off. Yeah. What it'll actually do is just record all your voice, all your, t- all your talking and there'll be a camera in it and it'll send it all to the company and then they'll leak it accidentally. Exactly. Everybody will see you nude. And that's 2020, man. It's 2020, baby. <laughs> this is also 2020, baby. What's uh, that? Look, it's probably unlikely to happen. Okay. Um, uh, uh, Dragons awaken oh my God, under, under the earth and they, they destroy humanity uh, in Reign of Fire. You know it is. A Matthew McConaughey joint. So, tw- 2002 movie. Yes. One of my faves. Oh, yeah. I know objectively. Is it anything? I think it is something. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, so I can't recall anything that makes it not something. Mm. Mm. It opens on an unspecified date in the 21st century, and little boy Christian Bale is involved with waking up the dragon that killed all the dinosaurs and then went into hibernation because they ate all the dragons. And then it cuts to 2020, and Christian Bale is adult male Christian Bale, 28 mm. years old, which is so weird to me, which is it's younger than I am. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how Christian Bale could ever have been younger than me. Mm. It doesn't make I also any like sense. in the movie they constantly refer to him as adult male Christian Bale, <laughs> <laughs> which is, just rolls off the tongue, you know? Yeah. It's like cellar door. It's That's a good, right. Just good words to say together. Him and Jerry Butler, they're running like a little school orphanage community kind of thing. Mm. Uh, he's recounting the plot of Star Wars to, oh, yeah, to, that's to right. kids at one point. He tells them that they that he wrote it, which <laughs> yes. I think is really interesting. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, if you want a, a dragon fighting movie set in a dystopian future and also Matthew McConaughey rolls in with a shaved head and a giant axe right. with a... Dragon killing unit, and they, and they like they're like dragon killing paratroopers, right? yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But they're bad at it, yeah, because they're constantly losing soldiers, yeah. But so and the idea is that there's this one male dragon that lives in central London, yes, because uh, you know that's where all the shops are. That's right. And <laughs> you want to be where good, it is. There's a real good chippy there, <laughs> you yeah. know it is. Uh, and every other dragon is female, and yeah, because right. all the food sources are depleting, the dragons are dying. And mm. so they're like, we'll, we'll kill this dragon before it goes underground. And that's kind of the idea. And it's just... It's just an interesting take. It's just an interesting, an interesting take, take on 2020. 2020, you know? I think if yes. dragons came out of the earth in the early 21st century, uh-huh. 
Who's not to say that Matthew McConaughey would have been <laughs> in charge of that at this point? The actor Matthew McConaughey, yes. exactly, yeah. Uh huh. Just shirtless with a big axe and a shaved yeah. head, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a fucking nonsense movie, but sure. I like it. I think if that actually happened, uh, some company would develop some sort of Pokemon Go-esque app mm. where you track all the dragons around and you take photos of them and you get clout on the internet somehow yeah. for it. If they don't eat you. Oh, yeah, you get more clout for if they don't eat you. <laughs> yeah. But you get heaps of clout if you take a photo while you're inside them because you've been <laughs> consumed by a dragon. Oh, my God. And with a 2020 phone, you know you're going to have that good reception. That's right. Yeah, unless you're in Australia where everything fucking sucks. Hey, Mason. Yes. Is Rain of Fire good? I'd love like, if people see yeah, it. Yeah, if you've seen it uh, You know what? If you've never seen it, watch it. Watch it now. Is, is let it us anything? know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it on any of the streamings? Yeah. Who knows? Nobody talks about it. It made yeah. no money. Mm-hmm. Our friend Hollywood Pete likes it. So that's good enough for me. That's right. Uh, this one's called Pokemon Destiny Deoxys. Oh, this is right up your alley then. No, no. This is an area that I'm kind of blind in, in terms of anime. Oh, okay, right. Because right, of the right. time they... Copyright struck my video and oh, tried to steal all the right, money right. from it. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, that. I, I will not that. be. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. not be having any of it. <laughs> uh, so it's a 2004 uh, Japanese anime film. Uh, the events of the film actually take place during the seventh season of Pokemon Advanced Challenge. So I know. I don't know where the, how far did you get. So that seems like something that's right up your Pokemon alley. I'm Mason. more of a Digimon guy, as you know. Oh, that's just Wait, true. Yu-Gi-Oh, which is the one that I like. You Yu-Gi-Oh. like him? Oh, I mean. I wouldn't make you choose, Mason. <laughs> there we go. They're like cho- cho- like choosing a favourite child, but definitely Yu-Gi-Oh. Definitely. Whatever that is. Cards, video games, mm. I don't know, but I love it. You love it. Certainly an interesting take on the card game and or video game <laughs> model. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of microtransactions or no microtransactions in whatever the current version is. That's absolutely true, probably. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm, You're a yeah. Beyblade man? Oh, yeah, I'm always flinging those Beyblades. <laughs> if indeed that is what you do with a Beyblade. You know it is. Yeah, nice. he, he pretends he doesn't. <laughs> uh, I've written here, time time for some things that nobody knows. Um, do you want to do you want to talk about your one? Super Force, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I've talked about it before on this podcast, mm. but um, this time I forced you to watch both the intros for the various seasons of Super Force. And guess what? I've got them lined oh up for the god. people at home. Oh my god! I'm going to play them. All okay, right, play one, please. Change of plan. Mason just had an amazing idea <laughs> while I was playing the theme. What do you got? Well, I said, look. The, the, the first season intro is pretty self-explanatory, yeah. but the second one is nonsense. <laughs> and I'm like, we should play the second season intro yeah. and see if we can get people to guess what the show is about. So if you listen to this, yes. pause, message in, then continue yeah, playing. How's that sound? Tweet yeah. at us and see if you can guess what Super Force is about without, yeah. without Googling it. Under the fire of Earth attraction, beyond the limits of the world, where man and machine and spirit unite. Born by the power of lightning into the 21st century. It is the end of the beginning. It is the time of super force. Sorry about the incredibly annoying buzz that's in that theme song as well. It's good lord. Well, that's through the entirety of the show. Oh, good. Uh, So anyway, it's... It's about an astronaut. Yeah, it's set in the dangerous year of 2020 when mm. gangs and crime are running rampant. Oh my goodness! Pretty relatable, if you ask me. No, that's true. But then there's an astronaut. He's been on a mission to Mars, mm. like the movie Mission to Mars. Yeah, good, good. Maybe he was on that mission. He wasn't. I've seen the movie. Maybe he's Most in the back it. though. Yeah, he might be in the Maybe back. Maybe he's the janitor yeah. or something. Yeah, he could be actually. Yeah. Anyway, he's cleaning up poop on the mission to Mars, mm. and then he comes back to Earth, and his brother, who was a cop, has gone missing. So he just joins the police force, and he like qualifies for the police force by going to like a virtual reality like 
shooting range and just like shoots a couple of people and like, well, you can be a cop, I guess. Yeah. And oh, then, okay. and, but then he he discovers that the, the crime on the street is too much for him to handle, so he goes to the place that makes for an his, astronaut. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he goes to the place that makes his astronaut suit. Yeah, and he's like, can you build me like a super suit filled with guns and stuff? And they're like, sure, why not? Yeah, right. and then he becomes a superhero called Super Force. It's RoboCop. It's basically RoboCop with hair, with with hair, and at the place that built his super suit, there's an artificially intelligent computer played by Patrick. McNee from the Avengers. Incredible. Not the not the American I know Avengers, what you the meant. British Avengers, right? <laughs> I knew exactly what you oh meant. My the God. Rafe Fines version. The Rafe Fines version. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. right. So the first theme song, and I won't play it because let's not, uh-huh. uh, it tells you exactly what's happening and it's very clear what's going on. Right. That second one is like a fantasy world where lightning strikes a robot, maybe. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense uh-huh. it doesn't also tie into what's happening on the screen nope because it's all robot suits and explosions and car fights and, and the whatever. future is now and the now future is, is now. the future yeah but it's like it's no good anyway uh, I'm, I'm fascinated so when i was a kid i watched this this came on after school mm. every day for probably a couple of weeks and i was gonna I say it. i don't remember that at all and i yeah. taped as many as i could so mm. i think maybe i still have a vhs oh, right. that's super force on it but i mean i don't have a vhs I mean, they're probably so, all on YouTube. Well, they were on YouTube. But the first time we mentioned this, somebody sent us a link mm. and every episode was on YouTube. There was a playlist with every single episode yeah. and then it got deleted. So somebody out there's a rat. There's two people out there. Fucking rat. One of them <laughs> is, a, is, a, is a good Samaritan. Yeah. One's a rat. Mm. But maybe they're the same person. I was going to say. Because the future is now. The future is now and you, never, you don't know who so, do you? That's right. We've been catfished, Super Force style. I think so, yeah. And I like it. Anyway, he's got to be like what. What I enjoy about him is that at the time I'm like, oh my god, this guy's look at that cool suit. It's incredible. But it was pre Iron Man, yeah. where they could just CGI the helmets. Mm. So he's just got an enormous motorcycle helmet on, and that thing like, like a thing clicks down like, over his eye. Looks like a lollipop. Yeah, like that big black lollipop. Looks bad. Looks bad. <laughs> and he's got a cool motorcycle. He's got a nightstick. He shoots down helicopters. Oh my god. Do you want me to check if Super Force is on the internet? Yes, please. I think it might be back actually. Oh my god. Yeah, it is. Ooh. It's all back. Oh no rats. God. No rats, please. Or some of it's Just back. watch it all on YouTube. I'll have to watch it all tonight. Oh, Every su- episode. Actually, oh, maybe it's not. Oh, you son of a bitch. There's bits and pieces. Mm. Anyway, I'm not going to go through this ever or think about it. <laughs> so another one I've got here is Well, Cops. that's why we work so well together, because I think about nothing else other than the TV series Super Force. It's called Cops, which stands. So it's an animated series from 88 to 89, which is Central Organization of Police Specialists. Specialists. So it's focused on a team of highly uh, trained policemen tasked with pr- protecting the fictional Empire City from a group of gangsters led by the Big Boss. Mm. Uh, the taglines for the series are "Fight and Crime in a Future Time," and yeah, and it's fight and crime, the time, crime, fight and time. Nice. If you're in 2020, you're not like we're fighting crime in a future time. It's like we're fighting crime, and it's the present. It's the current, the day. present day. <laughs> we all agree. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's how they opened in. They put their hands in before they, when they fought crime. They all put their hands in. They're like, we're fighting crime in the present day. Nothing's weird because we live in this world. It's normal. So I barely remember this. You probably have a better they idea. They all have like, they had. there was a comic book as well. Yeah. It was either Marvel or DC put it out and it was kind of like, they all have weird cybernetic abilities. The, the, the chief of police, his name's Bulletproof Vess. Because he's bulletproof. Vess. Vess. When his parents fall asleep putting in his birth certificate. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ran out of characters. Yeah, that's right. As he was typing it into the future computer. Well, I mean, yeah, because they only had 64K. <laughs> <laughs> and also bulletproof is a lot of words. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> is he though? He's actually bulletproof. Well, there you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they could just call him Bulletproof then. Yeah, right? Like you don't need but the vest. Because is he all yeah. bulletproof? Is his head bulletproof? I think it's just his chest is bulletproof. Well, then I guess that's accurate. But in the o- Except it's not because it's vests. I, I think in the first episode he's riddled. He's a regular guy and then he's riddled with bullets and then they're like, well, we've got to... Are they Robocop? Yeah. They Robocop. Okay, him. Most of the characters are Robocop in some... It's basically an entire police force of Robocops. Mm. Like one of them's like a full SWAT team on a his super own. super force, if you will. Oh, my God. What? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Because <laughs> that's all I think about. What year was super force? 1990, maybe? That's interesting because it's just after this. They stole it. What yeah, I'm they, saying. <laughs> absolutely Force. they stole it. They could it, only yeah. afford one super cop. Mm. I've got one more here that oh, I... Also, mm. um, Super Force also can... One of the bad guys is played by G. Gordon Liddy, mm. who people will know as one of the Watergate criminals. Like an actual... Yeah, he was one of the Watergate criminals turned actor. He's in it for a while. I don't know. I think he plays a Japanese guy, even though he's not Japanese. Oh, my God. What a year. What a year, right? 2020, I mean. That's, I know. <laughs> you can be any race you want. Correct. It was post-race 2020. I've got here uh, Police 2020, which may not actually be... I don't know what that is. Me neither. I just found it. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't even know how I found it, but I did. But it might not actually be in 2020, but it stars Liam Cunningham, who you might know from Game of Thrones, Davos. Oh, yes. As DCI Billy O'Connell, uh, the head of the police night shift force, who was tasked with tackling an armed suspect... Uh, Eddie Longshore, who takes a group of Russian immigrants hostage in an elevator after blaming the immigrant population for an outbreak of tuberculosis that took the lives of most of his family. Topical, Mason. Seems grim. There's always a plague in 2020. Yeah, We've got right. one at the moment. Mm. Uh, so I, I, it still was just a pilot. Is any of them Robocop? No, yes. none of them seem to be a Robocop. Mm. Not a fan? Seems a bit of a downgrade, to be honest. I mean, we've just talked about all these shows that are... Filled with Robocop. No, I like so. to end on something that's not a Robocop. You know <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Have we ever ended the show on a Robocop? Think about it. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> we always ended on a Super Force, <laughs> to my recollection. And that's everything from 2020, probably. There's yes. also other stuff, obviously, mm. uh, including you know movies that came out like a year or a couple of years ago that are just like, it's 2020. Yeah, uh, Perfect Dark Zero. The, the prequel game. to Perfect Dark came out, it was set in 2020. I didn't know that. Okay. Also set in 2020. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever played it. No. Uh, Daikatana. Do you remember Daikatana? What is that? Daikatana was the the long-awaited follow-up to Doom. Like after, oh, after, it's the same people. Yeah, well, it's John Romero. Crew, oh, but it's not Id. No, no, it was like Kick-Ass Entertainment or something like that. Yeah, right. Like badass entertainment. Oh, it came out in Nintendo sixty-four as well. Oh yeah, feudal Japan. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh people didn't love it. Oh no, it's it was yeah after the success of Doom. John Romero's like, I can make another Doom. Don't even worry about it. He did Doom 2. And he did, yeah. (laughs) Then he went, I can make another one. I can make another one. (laughs) And they made Doom 3, which was less successful, I think. And after Daikatana. And then he was like, I can make another Doom. And then they made Doom 64. Mm. And they were like, we can make literally another Doom. It was Doom. Doom remake. Let's keep making Dooms now. Yeah, they're gonna. gonna I'm excited. excited. Any other video games set in 2020? Um, I mean, aside from the aforementioned uh, Super Baseball. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Uh, comics set. Did you find out when um, Smash TV was set? 1999. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Weak. <laughs> the ancient past, Mason. Mm. I'm just looking up comics set in 2020. There's a bunch of like future shit. <laughs> I'm not even going to. You know, you're not keen on it. Nah. No, okay. What do you want me to do? Video games set in 2020. Here, okay, we, here go. we go. Here we go. I'm excited. Just and now we're just, tre- we're just treading water. Super Baseball. <laughs> We've had enough time. We're yeah. bloody. That's true. Yeah. Uh, two of the Ace Combat games, Battlefield 4, Beast Wrestler. What is that? Uh, Crisis, the video game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. one of the Call of Duties, uh-huh. Daikatana, mm-hmm. Tom Clancy's End War, one word, not the whole thing, just the End War. <laughs> Tom Clancy's End War. <laughs> the, um, 
the legend of Abishan, uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, etc. There's, uh, you know, NBA games and whatever oh, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dark Zero, you mentioned. Raid 2020. Like the, the bug spray, I assume. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robotics, Nolts, Dash, Saints Row 4, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Ooh. And then Turtles in Time Reshelled. And then Time Commando. What is that? Uh, so Beast Racer was a 91 fighting game. Looks bad. It was for the Genesis. Reception gave it, it was 30%. So there you go. No one cares about this. This is way too niche. Why have <laughs> I gone into this, Mason? I bet somebody out there cares. Mm, unlikely. All right. Do you know what it's time for? Is it time for what we're reading? What we gonna read? Oh, my God. I'm doing the theme. Knowing that you haven't. You watched yes. Picard, Mason? I didn't I just, watch Picard. I, watched, I asked him during the break. Um, I did. Yes. I think it's very interesting setup, and I think the characterization is really good. That seems like faint praise. No, it's supposed to be regular okay. praise. Regular amount of praise, yeah, okay. It's as strong as you like it. I mean, it's a pilot as well, so you, you know who knows and what and whatever. And but they filmed the rest of the season, right? It's done, yeah. Okay, right, right. And, you know, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's coming out for the second. I heard about that. I saw whatever. a very heartwarming yeah. video about that. So... I think that I uh, what I think is really interesting about it, and mm-hmm. this is a minor spoiler, but it's <coughs> okay, I'm ready. Not, not overly mm-hmm. that it's set after the events of Star Trek 2009. So the reboot. So the Vulcan planet is destroyed, yep. and it's the fallout from that, and why Picard left Starfleet. So they tie in the J.J. Abrams stuff, right? And right, I think right, it's right. a really interesting jumping-off point because it's this terrible tragedy that we don't really see, and it also justifies why Nero. Doesn't like Starfleet. Wait, not not Vulcan. So Romulan. Sorry, Romulan. The Romulan, 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 Romulan world. Yeah, okay, and I right. guess Vulcan as well. Right. I assume. No, so this, wait, so no, that's no. It wouldn't be Vulcan because Vulcan was in a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. So this is set. It's set in the original universe. Yes. So in the original universe, Romulus was destroyed. And then Nero got mad about it, so he went back in time yeah, to or, get the Federation, yes. or he was thrown Either back way. in time, and that created the 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 new. Star Trek Cinematic Universe. Yes. But this is post yes. that, but in the original universe Correct. still. Cool. I yeah. like it. So that's where we're at. Mm. So but it's it's more it's more fo- it's not doesn't really focus on that mm. too much. It's just kind of a jumping. Mostly off point. sad farming. Well, it's a bit of sad farming, but Patrick Stewart's great, like he's as he always is in everything. But mm-hmm. there's a particular there's an interview where he's asked about kind of why he leaves and his involvement in all of that and it's it's just really good and really compelling. He's like and, space and continents. Yeah, and, they, and I guess there's also like <laughs> there's there's some mystery shit and I'm like I hope this kind of pays off because sometimes mm. it doesn't. Because right, there is yeah. I, what I also like about Star Trek is it's not always connected. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not always uh-huh. one giant narrative. There's like other things that kind of happen but yeah. this looks like it's going to be like week to week kind of things going on. Have we introduced, do you like the new characters? The yeah, new, I think okay, so. Right. From what we've seen, there's uh-huh. not that many. Yeah, right. But uh, I think they're kind of doing new team stuff next week, uh-huh. I believe. So, uh, do you think Jerry Ryan's excited about not having to be sewn into a cat suit every week? Oh, I don't think so. I think she loved that. I think she <laughs> yeah, demanded to I wear bet. it under her regular clothes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it makes uh, sense. But no, and then there's going to be some, they yeah. show a trailer for the season at the end and there's some interesting cameos that pop up. Cool. And there's a few in the first one even. Mm. Uh, so that's on in, in Australia. That's on Amazon Prime. I believe but it's so. on CBS All Access in the in the yes, Americas. That's right. Uh, I'm also going to watch, uh, which has just sort of sprung up on Netflix recently, uh, October Faction, mm-hmm. which is sort of a fantasy TV series based on a comic book. I love which comic I read books. many years ago. It's sort of about a family of monster hunters. So I'm excited to okay. give that a whirl. Give I've that never a heard of that. Give that a couple of episodes. Yeah. Is it animation? No, it's live action. 
Just live action. Live action, yeah. Just right, yes. Mm. Uh, if we're talking comics. We are talking comics. Um, American Jesus is back. The Mark oh, Millar yeah, story. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, if that, the first one came out in 2009 and then it stopped. It's about uh, the second coming. Yes. Or is it? Mm. You know, whatever. Yeah. And this is a follow-up to that by Well, based Mark. on Mo- what Mark Miller usually writes, I'd say it's definitely about that. <laughs> yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, Mark Millar and Peter Gross are doing... I don't know if he did the first one, Peter Gross, but he... Um, yeah, so it's three issues and there have been two of the new one. And I don't know, I just find it very interesting. That's cool. So it's kind of, it's supposed to end in this kind of showdown. And Ooh. it's interesting about faith and stuff and whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Okay. I, I quite like the first one, but I like the second one so far as well. Mm. So, but I'll also, special shout out this week to, uh, there's a Twitter handle and an Instagram handle. Uh, on Twitter, it's WP Posters. Yeah, and love it's, it. It's a guy. I think his name's Chris, and he's uh, he's he's been making he's been making post movie posters based around the dumb names we give to yes. movies every week, uh, and they're very funny. I he's, agree. There's one for Formanji. There's one for uh, The Rock's Tiny Tugboat. <laughs> yes, that's There's, one's all, there's all kinds one, of old yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's He's very... really good at get, getting the font as yes, well. Yes, right. So maybe give him a follow and see what he does. I hope this doesn't affect our ability to come up with dumb names for movies. I know, right? Right? Because otherwise. It's you, a lot of pressure because I feel like head. we just say it and. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of happens. Well, now we're going to have to step up our game. Or no, I was going to say do the do the same thing. Just blank. Just, yeah, just kind of just, just run into it like we normally do. Because exactly. they normally spawn from we can't think of the name of the thing immediately. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we just name some things that are in it. Sure. Yeah. Anything else or should we do letters? Let's do some letters. I love letters. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. I know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. Oh, also Terry Jones. Yeah. He is the waitress in the spam sketch. Oh, right. The, okay. the, the, the very famous spam sketch, which, mm. uh, you know, created the, the name of the spam email. Did it really? Yeah, that's that's why. Have you seen the, the spam sketch? I have, yeah, but not yeah. for a long so time. Spam, I've never the, the made name, that connection. So the, the name spam for, for like, junk email it, it comes from the set of Vikings that are in the back of the sketch mm. in the diner who keep going spam, 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 because <laughs> they kind of overwhelm everything and there's yeah, too much right. of it. Yeah, so that's the... There you go. Yeah. I thought it was a meat thing. I don't think it's a meat thing. Though. It's not. No. It's a there regular, you go. It's a regular thing. If you want to reach the show, though, here's a regular thing. Hashtag WeeklyPlanetPod on Twitter. Throw some questions our way. Or WeeklyPlanetPod at gmail.com. Mason, you've dug into the Weekly Planet for this week. What have you found? Uh, this is from Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, I'm writing about Dune again. Hello, I love you, it says. Also, I'm the fan who knows everything about Dune. Duncan Idaho is just a name. I assume it's like how in Star Wars you can have a guy named Obi-Wan Kenobi, but also just a dude named Luke. Yes. That is accurate, yes. Uh, Duncan Idaho is a relatively unimportant side character in the first book, which the new movie is adapting, but it could be argued he's the main character of the entire book series. Interesting they cast Momoa for such a hypothetically small role. Maybe it won't get another season. Yeah, right, I hear. Or maybe movie. they're seeing franchise yeah. potential. Who knows? Maybe they'd... they'd uh, yes. Also, he says, also it is pronounced Dune. Is it? Well, he's just... I mean, it might be Dune. I thought it was Dune. Yeah, I thought it was... Is it, it said, Dune? It says it's pronounced Dune. <laughs> D-U-N-E, he said. Dune. So it's pronounced Dune. 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 Dune, got it. Yeah, okay, okay. Cool. Great. great. Thanks, Thanks, Noah. Um, this is for you. It's from It's Demo uh, on Twitter. <laughs> I like it. Just watching Dracula on Netflix. I've never seen such a promising show turn to complete dumpster fire by episode three. Have you watched it? Yes. And? Talk okay. About spoilers. Oh my god. Okay. Yes. I've talked about it. Right. Where are you at with it? So I've so I've watched all three episodes of of Dracula. They're very long, aren't they? Yes, they're why they are and a half <laughs> each. I guess it's the Sherlock formula. It's make them make them long, keep them 
King Kong, and by that I mean enraged that they're so bad. <laughs> are um, they though? The, the first two are pretty good, yeah. I think. But so well, I think we mentioned this last week. But the the first two are based on stuff from Bram Stoker's Dracula. So the scene where he's on the Demeter, which is the boat, mm. and he's 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 lured some people on the boat under an assumed name. There's the bit in the castle where he's talking to Jonathan Harker, and he's he's you know trapped Jonathan Harker in the in the castle so he can eat him. Yeah, he's like, what do you think of vampires? And Jonathan Harker's like, I do not like. I do not like him. And, <laughs> and Dracula's like, well, too bad you've been eaten by one. Yum yum. <laughs> Delish. But anyway, the second, the, the sorry, the third episode, the, the end of the second episode, he falls into the Dracula's thrown into the water. Yep. And then he emerges from the water. He, sorry, he falls into the water in, I guess, the nineteenth century. Yep. And then he w- emerges from the water because he's in a coffin. He's in a coffin. He's in, they chuck a coffin into the water. <laughs> I'm so sad about yep. this show. And then he breaks out of the coffin <laughs> and he emerges on the beach in London. Or wherever. wherever. It's England. Somewhere in England. Uh, and he's immediately confronted by like a modern day like special forces team. Yes. Because he's been underwater for 123 years. Mm-hmm. And and then they, by a team, like a, a team called the Jonathan Harker Foundation, who are like a black ops team, yep. who've, who've dedicated their lives to studying Dracula. And they're like, if we ever find Dracula, we're going to trap Dracula. They didn't look very hard. No, I mean, they probably could have found him. <laughs> Probably could have found the boat that he was. He was, was pretty on. near the shore. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd think maybe just a fisherman would have found him. I agree. Within 123 years. Mm. But anyway, they they bring him to his headquarters, and then they, they give him an iPad. They give him an iPad, which it connects to the internet, and then he contacts his lawyer, played by Mark Gattis. Yep. Who who then is like, well, you can't keep Dracula here. You you have to let him go for legal reasons. And they're like, okay. And then he just goes out and does Dracula, dumb Dracula stuff <laughs> for the next hour and 15 minutes. Yes. It's bad. It's so it's, bad. It's ridiculous. And it's, I, and it's such a shame because I think when it's doing classic Dracula stuff, yeah. it's pretty interesting. I think the problem they had was they had two ideas. Number one idea was what if Dracula and there's a special forces team, like what if Dracula and, and there's, a, there's a team, like what, what if what if you know ancient evil Dracula comes up against the real world and there's a team designed to stop him? Yes. But also, what if there was? What if Dracula survived to the modern day? Yeah. What would he be up to? What modern day stuff would he get up to? What like, if Dracula had an iPad? What if Dracula had an iPad? Exactly. <laughs> and I think they just went. Well, these two ideas are just so good. We've just got to put them together. They wouldn't let him out. Exactly. There's no way they'd let also, him out. They'd kill that lawyer. He's like, there's no, there's no legal precedent. Like, the, you can't, you can't keep him in prison just for being a hundred and something, you know, hundreds That's of years old. That's not why he's in prison. He literally <laughs> murdered one of their special forces team on video because it was the woman holding the video camera. So if they just wanted to hold him for being a murderer, yeah, they could just do that. But also, they have like documented evidence of him being. Dracula. Dracula. A Dracula. <laughs> exactly. The most famous Dracula of them all, Dracula. And then they just like, they're like, oh, yeah, we, we should let him out. What's the worst? Keep him in the room. Yeah. Or take some samples of him and then burn him to death. Beat him up. It's Dracula. Just beat him it's up. Exactly. It's Dracula. Right? You wouldn't let him go. Yeah. yeah. So, and then at the end, there's memory and blood and he's not, the son's fine because... He's afraid of it. The, the, it's the all, real all his, all his weaknesses are all, oh, sorry, all his weaknesses are because he's afraid to be his true self or something like that. Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. He's afraid to be exactly. Yeah. Right. He's like, well, you're actually, you don't want to go outside because then you'd be sad. I didn't bother to kind of puzzle that one out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just went. Yeah. Really yeah fuck yeah, this, yeah, didn't yeah. I? Mm-hmm. 
Anyway, they're probably doing another one, aren't they? Uh, but doesn't he burn to death at the end of it? I think they're going to... Does he, though? No, he dies of cancer at the end of yeah, it. Yeah, but he... I think it's going to be one of the things where maybe he's been humanised or whatever, oh. and they're like, Dracula now, and he, he saves the woman, but then he'd be... He Do you think there's going to be a Dracula-Sherlock team-up? No. Really? Because Cumberbatch wouldn't come back? See, dude, I don't, I don't think that's like a supernatural show. It's like a No, but he still does TV. He did um, Patrick Melrose, right? No, I know, but he doesn't... Like, Sherlock isn't a supernatural show. Like, you'll have a yeah. man kill himself with a boomerang. <laughs> like, sure. that's kind of, yes, yes. That's the but kind of level we're if you take with. away Dracula's powers, yeah. I would kind of be interested to see if he's just a, if he becomes just a regular man, yeah. and then it's Dracula versus Sherlock. If you wanted to beat Dracula or Sherlock, yeah. you just wouldn't give him an iPad. You, right? Then you've got him. Sherlock would know not Turn to give him Turn off his Wi-Fi. That's right, exactly. You wouldn't know what yeah. to do. Mm. It's, yeah, it's kind of a shame because I think, I, know, I think the boat one's really interesting. And the guy who plays Dracula is He's good very Dracula, good, yeah. You know? He's a great Dracula. Yeah. I don't know what he looks like when they've taken off the Dracula. The dracula The Dracula and the, and the Dracula widow's peak and the Dracula hair and Maybe whatever. Maybe it's just him. Maybe it's all him. Maybe that's Dracula. Maybe that's Dracula. Maybe he's just like, well, this seems unbelievable, but this is what actually happened to me <laughs> in real life. <laughs> so there you go. We've talked about Dracula. Yes. About the most famous Dracula, Dracula. Mm. This is from Burl Ravenscroft says... Most favourite trends are filmed from the last decade. For instance, I hate colour grading. The world shouldn't be orange, green, or that orange, green, or blue. It makes the film ugly and unwatchably distracting. I think it can, mm. but I think there's also a lot of colour grading that you don't notice. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's an art to it. And like, so so colour grading is that thing in like maybe in like... Mad Max would be a good example. Yeah, or like maybe like Batman v Superman where everything's kind of blue for mm. the most part and sometimes it's green. Mm. But like, is that to make the, the whole movie consistently colour? Yeah, okay, right. So it's, so it's like, well, if it would be jarring if they went to another scene in yeah. a slightly different colour temperature. And so it they, used to be done with like lighting and yeah. whatever before. But I think you're right in the sense that, and somebody on Twitter recently said, I Who? saw some rando, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it was like, it's unfair that a lot of movies' visual effects are judged on, oh, this this specific action effect or whatever was really terrible, when often that's the one you notice because it's bad, whereas yeah. there could be 200 effects in that movie you and you don't say, notice yeah. them. Because, you, know, you know, in nowadays they can take out blinks and they can yep. add tears and they can do any number of other things. Yeah, they can give Dracula be, an iPad. Give Dracula an iPad. What he wasn't holding he? anything. <laughs> Because he was a real Dracula. They didn't want to chance it. That's right, exactly. Too yeah. dangerous. <laughs> Too dangerous. Yeah, so, but I guess of trends, 3D bothers me, I guess. Yeah, right. I've uh, never liked it. Even when movies are like, if you're going to, like, I hate 3D, but this is the one that you should know. Do you think? Because it's kind of died away again. You c- the, It'll the, be back. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, nowadays there are some, like, a handful of movies a year have a 3D option, but... Most of the time, if you just go in and go one ticket for this, it's the 2D version. Yes, they've given now up it is. Yeah. Do you think Avatar 2 is going to bring 3D Potentially, back? Potentially, yeah. I think it it's, it will. Yes. But I, what does that mean mm. for the rest of cinema? Do you think it's going to bring back those vending machines you see in cinemas that have all the different cu- kinds of 3D glasses on Oh, my on God, them? I hope so. Yeah. I just love cruising past that. Do you think we're going to get some 3D glasses that look like Navi faces? Well, I think... Well, James Cameron's talked about how the 3D he been working on is glassesless. Right. So I don't know whether the, what that means for... Because you'd have to change an entire cinema for that, I Oh, assume. no, you just drill a thing in your head. Ah. Oh. That's the... Does he do it? No, the guy at the cinema does it. The just guy some rip, kid. The guy that rips your ticket, yeah. <laughs> I don't want that. Well, too bad. Yeah. You want to watch Avatar 2? No, not really. Oh, then don't worry about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing it's going to be for. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know because, you know, sometimes they introduce, like, a new thing that... 
not every cinema has. It's like yeah. with that Gemini Man thing. Mm. I don't think there was a cinema in Australia that you could watch where it was that 140,000 frames per second or yeah, whatever, right. whatever yeah. it ended up being. Yeah. It's probably not true, but... This is an email I sent. I, I, I read this to you earlier in the week, mm. but I think we should give it an airing on the podcast. Okay. Uh, this is from Chloe. It says, PS1 Mummy Game. This is all caps. PS1 <laughs> Mummy Game. I work with the designer who worked on this game. Terrific. So... Um, we mocked it mercilessly. Yes, I work for a video game development company in the UK and I've just discovered that one of our lead designers worked on the 2000 PS1 Mummy game. Yes, that Mummy game, which we covered on Caravan yes. of Garbage. And it is... It's not a good game, uh, but the, 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 the main feature that I think we focused on in the video yeah. is the fact that the main character who's supposed to look like Brendan Fraser's character, Rick O'Connell, mm. in the Mummy movie... He just has like a blocked Lego head and then yeah. pasted his face around it. Yes. Uh, she says, I took great pleasure in telling him about your channel and sent him through a caravan of garbage review. They really love his flat face, he jested. <laughs> I asked my coworker about the flat face issue. And now this is a bit technical, so I hope other people... Sure. We didn't, we don't this isn't for us. No, this yeah. isn't for us. Turns out the main remit for the mummy was to try and sidestep the texture swim by limiting the amount of polygons used to a maximum of 1M by 1M, which, as with Rick O'Connell's super flat face, you can clearly see. Well, obviously we can clearly we know, see. We know, we know. We, we know, I'm saying, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming it's just it's it's limitations, obviously. That's what they're working yeah, with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently the biggest issue when developing the game was getting Evelyn approved. So that's Rick O'Connell's love interest. House didn't wear her eyebrows. Uh, yeah. As the developer went back and forth with Rachel Weiss's agent many times due to her breasts being either too big, small, pert, droopy, etc. And it was the year of Tomb Raider, wasn't it? That yeah. Was, uh, you know, the, yeah. There's just a slider. There's know? just a slider, yeah. yeah. People are cranking it all the way up. I, do you really think they're going to Rachel Weiss and like, what do you think of this? Yeah. Or do you think, do you really? Yeah. No. Part of the, yeah, for sure. They've got to use her likeness rights. No, I mean, they're going to her, but do you think her, a, Rachel Weiss? No, it says Weiss, agent here. Yeah, I was going to say, they, yeah. the agent's not going to Rachel Weiss and being like, what do you think of these boobs? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I can't Ra imagine she'd care. Does Rachel Weiss have Instagram? We'll ask her. We should. Or we'll ask Daniel Craig to ask her. Because they're married. Because they're married. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to do that? Absolutely not. Neither do I. <laughs> and nobody please do that. No, don't do not do it. Yeah. Don't, don't name us. I've got one more here. Okay, I'm ready. That's really interesting though. Yeah. Um, also, shout outs to... Uh, 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 so, uh, she says, I'm a long-time fan of the show and channel, as is my boyfriend. Hi, Stephen. So, hi, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Yes. And she says, congratulations on baby number two, James. We already talked about that. But, yeah, I know. Uh, that's, she, that's, she wasn't no, to know, was no, she? No, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, this is from Mike. Last one from me. Uh, this is directed to me, but I think I've... But I'd be interested to know what you think. Yes. What would you rather have seen? Duel of Fates be made into a film than The Rise of Skywalker? Did you see the concept art yes. from that? And the ideas for the story. I have a video on it. It's not very good, but I did it in a hurry. It's not very funny or interesting, but I made it. Um, but that's that's Rise of Skywalker as well, isn't oh it? Oh, my God, Mason, he's done it. Oh, he's back. yeah. <laughs> it's been a super flat episode. He has not been doing well. Wait, what? <laughs> so, what are you, uh, where, where are you at with it? Bearing in mind that it was never going to be the movie it was going to make and who knows what it would have actually ended yeah, up right, like, right, et cetera, right. and so forth. You know what? Yes, because there seems like some bigger... Look, we always talk about swings. Yeah. Swings and misses or swings and hits. Yes. There were way more swings, I think, in the in the version that the, yes. this, this Colin Trevorrow alleged Jewel of Fates situation. I also feel like because it came out before... Because it was written before The Last Jedi. Yes. And obviously you couldn't have done the Carrie Fisher stuff because she was dead. Mm -hmm. And is. Yes. But the new one, the one they actually released, feels very reactionary. Mm. And this one feels more like a natural extension than the other one. Again, I don't know whether it would actually be better, but I, I like a lot of the ideas from it. But mm. I also like, 
I enjoy the Ben Solo stuff from then the actual yeah, one right, really. uh-huh, So sure, it's, sure. I think the new one's not without stuff that is mm. interesting or good yes. in it. Uh-huh. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. We, we'll yeah. never know. Like the, rea- the reality is reality is we'll, we'll never actually know. Yeah, until they reboot it. Can't wait. Yeah. Do you think they'll reboot the prequels or sequels? <laughs> no. You don't think so? Oh, uh, no, we talked about last. I think they'll retcon some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, yeah. you know, who knows? Who, yeah. who knows anything? Do you know anything? No. I bet you know how to end a show, though. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He was, he was back. I don't know yeah, what no, no, happened. Just, I expended all my energy on that <laughs> last thing that I said that I can't remember. And uh, I guess it's gone. But everybody, thank you so much yeah. for returning with us for 2020. I know we've done an episode already, but... But really, with us. You, 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 you really you're these, are the, these are the dedicated ones. You know these it. are the real ones. Mm. Uh, thanks everybody for uh, uh, liking our videos and audios and podcasts and liking and subscribing and leaving a nice review. James, oh my God. do you have a nice review? You there? can do it just in app on your iTunes yes. or whatever you got mm. right in your phone. Uh, this is from N Bowen. It says a delight. Oh, Subject uh, heading five stars. Uh, like a warm weighted blanket of friendship and joy. Yeah. There you go. We sometimes we get positive ones as well. That's right. Really like nice. a knee on your chest. Like a knee on your chest. So, yeah, it's as easy and that can be as short as that or as long as you want. Yes. Uh, but we really appreciate it. It helps out big yeah, time. Yeah, so if you want to you do that, and uh, uh, that that would be terrific. Mm. Sometimes you – some, yeah, some of those are very some – some are brief, pithy, and to the point. Some have – very long, a lot, a lot of cool in jokes. A lot of some people settle their own personal scores in oh there. Oh my we'll, god, we'll do read that out. Why yeah, wouldn't you we? know it? Yeah. Uh, um, so if you want to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook, at Gmail, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm Nick Maso, N I C K M A S. EAU, you'll miss the Sunday movies everywhere, all right? All platforms, all times. Uh, you can also go to planetbroadcasting.com. You can sign up to our newsletter from the great Rob Collings. He's at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. One of the best. One of the best. If not. If not the best. Yeah. That's right. Um, if you would like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Movies to chuck in a buck. Mm-hmm. Very much appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to the Amazon affiliate link in our episode description. Click through there, buy some stuff on Amazon. You're making a very weird face. I'm, and I like sh- it. I'm shocked and surprised, Mason. I love it. <laughs> About just that you can go online and buy it's things. It's amazing, isn't it? The right? It's a whole new world. 2020. What's a thing that people could buy that's shaped like something's head or whatever that bit you do every week? What do you got? Super Force every season VHS. on VHS. <laughs> it's shaped like Super Force's head. It's a crash helmet <laughs> the size of a manhole cover. Is what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, we've also got a Planet Broadcasting Great Mates <laughs> Facebook group yeah, uh, where you can have very fun civil discussions about all kinds of podcasting stuff and, and pop culture stuff, comic books and movies and TV shows and all kinds That's of things. Right, yeah. What's your favourite thing from this 2020? Yeah. What do you think it is? What do you think what it, do you is? it is? What do you reckon it is? What do you reckon it is? Next week is, I don't know. We'll figure something we'll out. We'll figure something um, out. Oh, if you've got topic suggestions. Please let us know. I'm actually put that up in the Patreon as well. So people got some suggestions for this. I also year. haven't watched Uncut Gems yet, but I'm going to do that this week. Stressful stuff, Mason. No, right here, it's one of the best, one of the I, years. I best. really liked it. I really liked um, it. We've got some t-shirts on tpublic.com. Search for the Weekly Planet. You'll find them. You, you you'll have find them. Uh, Joe Kovis was kind enough to create a uh, Mad Ghost t-shirt with your likeness on it this week. I know it's, it's a little too late, but look, <laughs> I appreciate the effort. Uh-huh, I genuinely yeah, do for sure. Thank you to the brute and the basilisk and rack and for all our musical themes. Yeah, we'll see you next week for a mystery topic. 
We don't even know. We don't know what it is. Oh my god, Midway's coming out here. I just saw. Didn't that come out a hundred years we thought ago? It did. That's why we did that Pearl Harbor video. Yeah, right? it did come out. It came okay, out. Right. Uh, other oh places. my goodness. I'm just looking at. But then the week after that is Birds of Prey. Okay, cool. There you go. Very nice. Okay, thanks, guys. Grab that jam, you guys. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want, it's up to you. 